This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Tact questions. Latest Northy hold. Clovis spares set an ag. Ag research gets hearing. And optimism on India. Accountants are poring over the House Republican tax plan to figure out what impact it's going to have on farmers and ranchers. The answer so far is that it's a mixed bag. Provisions of the bill are also leaving some experts puzzled as to how some key provisions should be interpreted. The pluses among them, the bill expands expensing and depreciation allowances, and it also protects interest expensing for farmers with sales under $25 million. The estate tax exemption would be doubled and the tax repealed after 2023. The negatives. Members of farm cooperatives would lose the Section 199 deductions. It's also referred to as the Domestic Manufacturing Deduction, U.S. Production Activities Deduction, and Domestic Production Deduction. Co-ops often pass on to them. Some farmers will start having to pay self-employment taxes on a portion of their income. The big question The bill sets up a new top rate for income from pass-through businesses, including partnerships, S-corps, and sole proprietorships. But there are new rules designed to prevent wealthy individuals from using pass-throughs to pay for lower taxes on their income. Experts say those rules, plus the self-employment taxes, could offset some of the benefits from the changes to individual tax rates and other provisions. Whether that being the new tax rates is a win or lose for farmers, we don't quite know yet, said Pat Wolf of the American Farm Bureau Federation. Flake adds Northy Hold. Retiring Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican of Arizona, has joined Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican of Texas, and putting a hold on the nomination of Bill Northy to be the USDA's undersecretary in charge of farm programs. Flake is best known to many in agriculture for his attempts to cut crop insurance. When AgriPulse caught up with him yesterday and asked why he had put a hold on Northy, Flake stammered, smiled, and said, He didn't know. He'd have to ask his staff. As it turns out, a spokesman for Flake indicated that he has simply joined Cruz, blocking the vote on Northey to get a meeting with the White House on biofuel policy. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, who was unaware of Flake's hold until approached by AgriPulse about it yesterday, says he talks to Cruz every day about Northey, but has made no progress with him. Roberts, the firefighter. Sam Clovis' decision to withdraw his nomination to be undersecretary for research allowed Roberts to sidestep what was going to be a bloody ordeal of a confirmation hearing with no assurances that Clovis could win on the Senate floor. Roberts says he did all he could to help Clovis get the USDA job. He told reporters, Every fire that popped out of the woodwork, I tried to take a very good, hard look at it and extinguish it if I could. Dems armed to attack Clovis' qualifications. The death knell for the Clovis nomination was undoubtedly his linkage this week to the Russian investigation. But Democrats on the Agriculture Committee also had laid the groundwork to pound him on his qualifications. A letter obtained by AgriPulse lists Clovis' responses to a series of questions put to him by the committee's ranking Democrat, Debbie Stabenow. Stabenow asked Clovis a series of questions about his background on science, ranging from what graduate-level courses he had taken in natural science to any awards or recognition he had received in agriculture science. To those and most other questions, the answers were none. However, Clovis vigorously defended his knowledge of agriculture and his work at Morningside College in Iowa, 
where he said he was a major contributor to development of an undergraduate agricultural program. The exercise is an important lesson as we approach the next Farm Bill. The current committee chair are very important, but never underestimate Senator Debbie Stabenow. Pending nominees to get hearing. After word of Clovis' withdrawal got out yesterday, Roberts announced a hearing next week for the remaining two pending nominees for which the committee is responsible. One is Stephen Vaden to be USDA General Counsel, and the other is Glenn Smith to be member of the Board of the Farm Credit Administration. That hearing is set for November 9th. House Science Panel highlights ag research. With the Farm Bill coming up, a House Science, Space, and Technology subcommittee told a hearing yesterday that staff members described as, quote, Ag Research 101 for members and their aides. Much of the talk involved the National Bio and Agro-Defense Facility in Manhattan, Kansas. Stephen Higgs with Kansas State University said the facility won't be fully staffed and fully operational for at least another five years. He said USDA and the Department of Homeland Security are already having conversations about how to best utilize the facility. Kansas Republican Roger Marshall, a member of both the Science and Agriculture Committees, said it's vital NBAF receives the support needed to be utilized to its fullest extent. The hearing also served as another venue for the National Pork Producers Council to gin up support for including a foot-and-mouth disease vaccine bank or in the upcoming Farm Bill. McKinney, India is ripe for trade expansion. India has plenty of trade barriers to deal with, but the Asian country is also ripe to become a much larger buyer of U.S. farm commodities. That, according to Ted McKinney, USDA new undersecretary for trade. McKinney is in India this week, leading a trade mission. I think India is ready to engage, McKinney told reporters on a conference call. He said, I'm an optimistic person on this. We're going to be investing time here. Beyond just working to drum up new business, McKinney stressed that he was meeting with Indian government officials to talk about trade policy and strengthening the relationship between the two countries. The Trump administration wants India to lift its bans on U.S. pork, poultry, and distiller grains. McKinney said progress was being made on those fronts, and a follow-up visit is already being scheduled. Tobacco just got more dangerous. The expression, those things will kill you, literally applies to two shipments of cigars recently intercepted by U.S. Customs officials. Rolled into the middle of the thick cigars from the Dominican Republic were bags of cocaine. Investors found a total of 24 pounds of the drugs in the cigar boxes that had been sent to New York and New Jersey. No arrests have been made, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Here's today's He Said It. I think the Marines took the hill, but we didn't quite plant the flag. That Senate Ag Chair Pat Roberts on the Sam Clovis nomination. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nowley.